It's a trap, you walked right out of the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, you still be ruled by force And no matter who it is, you'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an IOU From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the saving in the world through lies Have they disguised and pass off as bravery? Well I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquering divide It's all for show, all for hyper control It's fucking Pandora paper, Australian quitter name Gladys Bear jerk off Illegal die boy with the boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and we're back with another episode of Buns and Ties. We're here to give you everything you want to hear and more. How about Gladys Bear Jerkoff? Yeah. You know about her? No. Premier of Australia resigning yeah. immediately after they announced that they were doing an investigation into Australian politicians. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. I resign. It shows a video. They're all over TikTok of these Australians at pubs drinking beers and they're all like screaming with happiness <laughs> as she quits she's the one that's responsible for the cops out in the streets beating old women yeah and spraying old women in the face and pepper spray and what, what have you well good for her she's probably also the one responsible for shutting their internet down i'm sure she will find <laughs> a comfy job on some board advisory board for some big corporation just like every other politician does in most hopefully, of the modern world hopefully that's off that rock so when her people continue to take the country over they don't uh give her that old one two treatment in the street you know what i mean in minecraft well, i'm sure she'll be traveling abroad yeah you know she won't come back hopefully not so um what about those illegal dyes though Man, listen, we were just talking about it before the show. We were just going to chat about it for a minute. Okay. We might do a whole show on it if you guys like it. Let so us know. So we came across, he came across this and then brought it to my attention. Uh, I need telling to. him about dicyanin dye. Yeah. And it's a dye that supposedly, and I use the word illegal when I should have, I should have air quoted it when I said it. It's not technically illegal. But try finding it. Yeah. It's spelled. It's spelled D I C Y A N I N die. D Y E. Yeah. That's a die that supposedly you can put onto glasses or goggles. Like you would wedge it between two pieces of glass, right? Yeah. Or a coating, perhaps. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. And it allows you to see the human energy field. And all the time that I've heard about this shit, which is very rare, uh, but luckily, right before we recorded, I saw it yesterday, mm-hmm. or I guess this morning, working third shift. Yeah. But um, I wanted to mention it on the show. So anyway, it is illegal with air quotes in the way that if you make it or you sell it, you also have a tendency to kill yourself and your family. Yeah. Uh, and it's covered up. And you can find it. Like You, you go to Google's or uh, the internets, and you try to look it up, and it'll it'll show you links where you can buy things that are coded with it, but then when you click the link... Or it says, like, it's the style of... Yeah, it's a style. It doesn't actually... It's so not it's, actually it, coded. Yeah, it doesn't actually have it. It's just the shade. It's the color. Yeah. Um, And then to buy the actual dye itself is impossible. It's... I, I, I mean, I look... You literally have to make it, and you that have, way... Yeah, you have to make it yourself. Once you make it, you kill your family, and then you so, kill yourself. 
but back to what it what it supposedly does, right? Supposedly, if you take this dye and you 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 liquefy it, right, mm-hmm. and then put it between two lenses or two pieces of glass and make a lens out of it, right? Yeah, squeeze it in there like a and cream then pie say fashion it into some sort of goggle. It the supposedly you can see people's auras with it, right? Yeah. But here's the thing, like, you can't buy it. And I looked it up, and there's a couple of people like, it's not illegal. Well, they, you can't buy it anywhere. You have to manufacture it yourself. Yeah, it's kind of like DMT in a way. They got you can't find it on the dark web like DMT, but you have to make it yourself like DMT. Yeah, and people that make it and manufacture it. It's similar. Uh, the the video I saw it in compared it to the glasses from uh, They Live. Yeah, with shout out Roddy Roddy Piper. And I, and I thought to myself, what would be the reason? Why they wouldn't want people to have something like this, yeah. and my I hope you go on a full tirade. Like, you listen, yeah. Well, my hypothesis is is that the <laughs> reason that they don't want us to have anything like this is because, like, you'd look at a normal person, you would see some sort of shape around them, right? Some proverbial field field of energy, perhaps an energy field that before you talked to them told you their intention or their their mood, or and but then you look at mood like say say eyes. like you happened upon a politician or a celebrity or somebody, and you had these glasses on. And they're completely devoid of any kind of aura. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, where the fuck is your aura at, Where's my guy? Aura? Yeah. Where's your aura at, my dude? Yeah. What are you? Why are you riding a pony with a dog face? You yeah. dog face pony soldier. You fucking. <laughs> you, fu- you, you, you fucking. Which would lead you probably after a certain period of time to give him the boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. As Biden would say. Like, I mean, think about like, it, like you said, you compare it to they live. <laughs> like when he first puts those glasses on and like. <laughs> He sees like the billboards and stuff. It's like he's like, "What Consume. the fuck?" Right? But then when he walks into that bank, or no, he's like a convenience store, and he's like looking at this old lady, or what was this old lady? It's not an old lady. It's a fucking not, alien. Not anymore. And he says to her, "He's all freaked out." And he's like, "She's like, what are you looking at?" And he's like, "Lady, I don't know if you know this or not. I think the line is, you look like your face fell on the the guacamole dip in nineteen sixty two." Shout out, my dude. Rowdy. And then she gets on her little fucking transistor radio. Fucking what? I've got one that can see. And then he goes on a fucking. He goes on a uh, running. It's a great fucking movie. If you Man. haven't seen it, you should watch it. And then you should research and figure out why you're not allowed to buy or make that sign and die. I'm. Pretty, and then hit me up at bonesandtubsatgmail.com. I'm impressed at the fact that John Carpenter didn't get killed for that movie. Yeah. Well, I really am. Like, you gotta think back in the day that like, it probably didn't give too much, two shades of a fuck about all that. Well, uh, the only thing I could think of is that, like, one, it bom- like it bombed. Yeah. Right. Like the critics a, slammed it. Just a cult classic. Everybody bombed it. They shot it down. For said sure. it was terrible. I mean, not the. I'm not saying. Listen, no. You know what? Fuck that. Casting Rowdy Roddy Piper as your main character was the most fucking big dick energy yeah, move I was gonna say, that one could fathom. Large phallus. I, between him and the fucking powerhouse that is Keith David as yeah. his counterpart. Hey, fuck with Keith David. Fuck all of you for thinking that movie isn't good. If you think that that was a fucked up movie or a fucked up casting, then I, I dare you to go against Family Guy. Because that whole fight scene in the alleyway between Keith David and Rowdy Roddy Piper created Peter versus the Chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, like, that whole movie in general, like, and you know what? Like, there's so many little, this isn't an episode about the movie they live. You should go watch it, but I'm I'm going to hit in for, so. We just had to do something different other than talking about this the is, shit we're about this to is talk how about much, in a Yeah, this is how much of a nerd I am, so I'm going to put this out here. <laughs> one of the, 
like most keenest examples I feel like can that you can apply to the real world when it comes to the movie they live is when at the beginning of the movie where he's like living in those slums and stuff, there's that one bum who's played by the actor named Bud Flowers, who is a great character actor. He usually always played homeless people, right? Look at you knowing the names. I'm like I said, that's some nerd shit. I'm not I just mad. know I'm I just, just know he's Bud Flowers because I'm, in, I'm impressed. You see him in a lot of movies and you wonder like you see people like that and you're like, I wonder who that is. And then you look up look up who his name's Bud Flowers. Yeah. Which is also a cool name. But anyways, Sick uh name. He's like he always plays bums in movies. I think he played a bum in the Back to the Future movies too. What if you were like the best bum actor ever and they're like, We need him. Hey, if it if it was a steady paycheck, I would be a bum you're every goddamn fucking, time. fucking right. Yeah. You know, so at the beginning of the movie, you see him, right? He's a bum. And then later on in the movie, towards the end of it, he's at this fancy fucking, like, gala dinner party thing, right? Yeah. Trying to find the satellite that beams the signal so that everybody sees, like, they don't see him, right? Yeah. And he sees Bud Flowers again, and he's all fucking rich and shit. And basically, like, they let him into the club because they, they basically, they cut him a deal. Like, you, like, basically, because there's one way or the other. You either die or take this money. Right. You know, think of it the same way like Cyrus is in uh 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 like the Matrix where yeah. You're aware. I know the steak is juicy and delicious. Yeah, I think that's one of the most like like telling parts of that movie that apply you could apply to the real world where like there are people we know they were once like us. Right. And then they they took the check. They took the check. Right. Because, I mean, I've said it before, we're all whores, right? You just got to find the right price. And, and they got to find the, day, the right, the the day right this, currency. The day this show flips over and we become some, like, podcast that just fucking gushes over Marvel movies, which to me, like, don't get me wrong, I'll watch them, but I, I'm in the field, now, I'm in the camp now where they're like, I'm like, they're, enter, they're entertainment, yeah. right? They or, don't, they're, they're not telling you anything important, though. They're not trying to convey an important message. The Star Wars podcast where we quit talking about Star Wars after Disney bought it out. Exactly. Like, it's not It's not trying to convey any important... Me- they're, they're just entertainment. It's like, I think Martin Scorsese said it best about Marvel movies. They're like roller coaster rides, I right? I believe that they, the more accurately, they're bread and circus. Yeah. I, they're, which they're, is what's leading and us that's down the thing. this I still, rabbit hole. I still watch them because they're entertainment, but I don't take them for any more than they are. Right. right? They don't, you don't... I think the last... What would you say? Would you agree or disagree? The last movies that they put out with any actual esoteric meaning... Were the Matrix movies? Uh, I don't know, man. I think there's still occasionally you will find something. I mean, with gems, but like the Matrix movies were entirely about. Well, the Matrix movies were a next level because they were dealing with uh, the philo- philosophies of um, like you're talking about, like fucking Plato's Cave and yeah, Plato, the, the got, Simular, uh, Simular, Simulacar, or whatever. I think it was that's called. What I'm saying that that's the last bit of great fiction well i hate to break it to you but something tell i have a gut feeling that they're about to fuck up oh yeah the franchise with the next one the thing that sucks though is it makes me want to disagree with you just on a a face value is that i don't think keanu reeves at least up until this point keanu reeves is a genuine human being and he i don't think he would sign his name to something he didn't agree with no i don't i think he is either but i think they have to keep some of them they're like porch masons his old lady is atrocious by the way what do you mean like I just thought she looked scary. Oh. She looks like a character from Beetlejuice. But they 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 have to keep some they have to keep some basically in the dark. 
You know what I mean? Like, so what you're saying is Keanu Reeves knows nothing about the crazy shit that goes on. No, 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 no. Not, not that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is I think he's totally hip. They made them. What's that book called? The the Simulacarum. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Similar Simulacara. I think uh, is what it's called. Okay, I said it wrong. But they made. Every, I think they made at least him, or they made the main actors read that. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. And like he. He strikes me as a person, if you watch all of his interviews, he seems consistent, mm-hmm. where he seems to be, like, he, I, I just his views on everything are all, are all, they all kind of encompass that ideal of either a simulation theory or the fact that it's like, this is not real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like an actual matrix. Like, he, he just seems to feel that way, and he seems like he tries to project that in every aspect of his life. Mm-hmm. He's a good person. He does good things for people. Yeah. And I don't think that he would lead people astray. But I could also be my some stra- some sort of strange lacking a father fucking uh looking for a hero complex. But he just seems like a good he seems like a good dude that that would uh his work seems to speak for itself where he wants to portray himself and his legacy. Like yeah. he he seems like one of the people that actually gives a fuck about legacy yeah. instead of just being a whore like everybody else. Kind of like Robert De Niro. We're like that dude used to be uh, on legit legit side. Like you look at his early work and stuff like that, and that dude was making really good movies. Yeah, true, true, fucking actual like touching the fucking rubber to the road grit. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like and and, and hitting, then, hitting the pulse. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like I was talking the other day, and uh, that I was telling someone about that that prequel movie, The Sopranos, that came out, The Many Saints in Newark, right? Yeah. And uh, I was telling them, like, someone had said they'd never seen The Sopranos before, and I was like, well, yeah. I was like, you got... I was like, that's one of those shows I feel like anybody should watch, like, just for, like, James Gandolfini's performance alone, just, like... Shout out Joey, though, too. Yeah, Joey Joey Coco Diaz Joey was in uh, Many Saints in New York. Newark. But, uh, <clears throat> like, just watching James Gandolfini do his job... I think he was generally probably a pretty good dude too. Yeah. And he did really good work. Like he that character that he had like Tony Soprano is his character. Nobody else will ever be able to play Tony Soprano like he did. Mm, right? Right. Now his son, his actual real life blood son, just played him in that movie. The one he shot out of his balls? Yes. Okay. Because he was he it's t- takes place like in the seventies and like earlier time and he looks a lot like his dad. Yeah. So they had him play that's fantastic. A young younger version of his dad, his dad's character. That's clutch. Yeah, that was cool. That was the kid's yeah. But I have an example before we get too far away from uh, Hollywood and being whores. If you go back into, into into time, and you look at like men, right, who came up from nothing and made a fucking legacy of themselves. Yeah. Right. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I mean, like he grew up like. He grew up in a fucking shithole, and he came to America, and he was a millionaire before he be got it, even got into the movie scene. Was Austria that much of a shithole, though? Like, His area was a shithole. Okay. Like, he lived in a fucking grotto. Well, you know, okay, so, yeah, he, I saw, I heard about this the other day. So, like, he's, <clears> like, <throat> from, like, what they would consider, like, the country. Yeah. Right? So, that's why, what was it? Th- there was a movie or something they had to dub over all of his work or what was it? I can't remember now. Like I think it was, there was, Oh, I remember what it was. 
when the when like uh Conan and the Barbarian, the Terminator, when he was real early in his career, yeah, um, came out and they were dubbing like the uh it was Terminator now, I remember for sure. When they were dubbing Terminator, he offered to dub it in German for like the German audiences, do his lines in German. Yeah. Since, you know, he knows he could speak German. Uh fucking Nazi. And uh they they passed because they're like so he has like a country style German accent and they're like, it just wouldn't make sense. It's rather hickish. Yeah, to have like <laughs> a hillbilly German accent for this robot man, right? Yeah. Which you know it's funny, like just We to made go, a hillbilly German robot to send back. From yeah, the future. E- exactly. It's funny and that's the thing. There's another one like that where you have like uh the guy who actually played Darth Vader. Yeah. He was like from the English countryside and like I think they called him Old Man Vader or something like that because he sounded like a like a like a country British guy, yeah. doing Darth Vader's lines. They they, they prefer uh, strict tones. They don't enjoy fucking hick tones. Yeah, but uh, this, you, you know it's funny though. Just on this, another sidebar, have you ever actually heard Arnold Schwarzenegger speak in German before? I, I don't think so. I have, and it's actually coming from somebody. Actually, I take that back. That has a pretty fluent knowledge of German. It's actually pretty cool to listen to that dude. Speak in German. I think it was in the documentary I watched on him a while ago. But that's what kind of brings me to the point of horrors with this whole political scene. Is like he he was a millionaire due to his drive, right? He came out of a fucking piss pot uh-huh. and came over here, got on the roids, which is fine. Yeah. Roids don't make you look good. Yeah. It's all about drive and diet at that point. Yeah. Like you're just going the extra step to make sure yeah. it works. Milk is for babies. Milk is for babies. This motherfucker <laughs> was killing it. In the gym, yeah, he got so successful with working out that he moved it. His, his like one of his workout scenes was in the in the woods, and I have to imagine. I don't know how old Trin is, Trinbolin, <laughs> yeah, but I have to imagine if Trin existed back then, he was taking the oral version. Didn't fuck him your liver? Didn't him and like Lou Ferrigno? They like did they like renovate houses or That's something what I'm together? About to get to. Okay, okay. Right. So <laughs> this dude, when he was working out to become like Mr. Olympia, before he, I think it was before he got any of his like actual bodybuilding like super fame, like he was still in the scene, but I'd, I'm pretty sure he hadn't gotten his titles yet. He was already a millionaire because he came to the United States and he hustled motherfuckers yeah. uh, for landscaping. Did him and so Lou Ferrigno like strong arm motherfuckers? Not just him and Lou Ferrigno, but yes. Uh, <laughs> They got a bunch of bodybuilders, right? Do you imagine? They got a whole construction crew of body. He, I should say, he got a whole construction crew of bodybuilders together <laughs> because he said they're lazy, they like to work out, and they like getting in the sun. Mm-hmm. They wanted a suntan. So he got all these motherfuckers together on a construction team, and he'd go around to houses, and somebody wanted their porch done. And he's like, you know, I could probably do it. I forget the example you used, but let's just say, let's just say $12,000, I could redo your porch. And the guy, like, he's like, ah, that's kind of steep. I don't know about that. He's like, well, we do. He advertised as European style because at uh-huh. the time, European style was the in thing. Yeah. So these people were like, ah, man, I really want a European style porch, but I'm not sure I can afford that. So he's like, let me talk to my dude. And he goes over and he starts screaming at that dude in German. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, they, they were screaming at each other in two different languages. And this motherfucker had no idea they weren't even talking back and forth. Yeah. They were just talking shit <laughs> in two different languages most times. That's hilarious. And then they come back and be like, I can do 8,000. He's like, I could have done the job for 4,000. Yeah. He's like, but that, you know, double the thing. So he made a million dollars. He was a millionaire from just doing side hustle fucking. Can you imagine, though? Like, because they used to strong arm motherfuckers. Do you imagine, like, 
you're just some joke schmo, and those big beefy bastards yeah. come up and start strong up. That what point, the fuck? What? That, what you? It's like that TikTok. What are you gonna do if you break? If we break into your house, I'm gonna suck your dick. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, bitch, I'm about to put you to sleep. Yeah, I'm about to suck you off so bad that you pass out and your toes curl, just so you don't beat me up. <laughs> I knock that bitch out with my mouth. But anyway, uh, yeah, he went from that dude to a guy who had like mega fame in the bodybuilding industry. Uh, due to his, uh, I, I skipped over the diet part or the uh, the workout part, but he moved his gym into the woods, and he would have these women around in bikinis. I, he never said this, but I assumed he fucked them when he was done working out, and then he ate a whole chicken and drank a pitcher of beer. That was his post workout. Yeah, I well, and you know what? It's crazy is they. This is before they understood the science behind it, but apparently, like have when when men work out, apparently having women nearby. Yeah. Is actually good for the workout. You know what else is crazy that uh, people look at me funny for, and they call me what do they call it. Uh, it's a new term, uh, alcoholic. Oh, okay, yeah. Where you drink beer after you work out. Yeah, but beer actually rehydrates you faster than water or Gatorade. It's so refreshing too. Yeah, if you look it up, uh, you can find several university studies that prove that fact. Hey, you imagine like post workout, you already got those. Oh, I can imagine because I do it every day. You got I those. Work out. You got those endorphins already. Like busting through. Yeah, you got a pump. And then you got an ice cold pitcher of beer waiting for you at the end of it. Right. Listen, I'm here to tell you, I'm not back in my, my final form yet. Uh, when I was in my final form before, which yeah. I don't think was actually my final form, but my, my medium form. Yeah. I'm working back towards medium form on my way to, to final form. Yeah. There are two things that will change every workout you do. And I'm here to, well, actually three, three things. You take a little bit of uh, arginine, you know mm-hmm. about this. Yeah. But the two things you might not know aside from beer. Uh, eat a Rice Krispie Treat about 30 minutes before you work out. Yeah. I think I have seen that before. And it makes you vascular as a motherfucker. Yeah. It's a, your it's, pumps are crazy. It's the sugar, yeah. isn't it? Like it, it sucks it all into your muscles. Yeah. And then afterwards, you have yourself a nice tall pitcher of beer and fuck a bikini model. Yeah. You know what I mean? Feeling extra strong. Just saying. So you go from that to a guy who makes Mr. Olympia... You are a fucking phenom all across the world. You become an actor of great prominence. You make the Terminator movies, Conan the Barbarian, a bunch of these fuck. I mean, you're a fucking household name. You become governor of California. You become the governor, and then you become a Nazi fuck who says, fuck your freedom, because he took the dole. Yeah. And he's talking about taking the vaccine, and he's in his house, his mansion, yeah. with his fucking pet pony, petting him and stuff. Yeah. You know, that dude is a fucking psychopath now. Yeah. He's a whore. And that's what I hope Keanu Reeves does not turn into. Well, you know, I think that it... it money... It was a long story. Vast sums of money does something to a person. <coughs> well, I don't. I know that if you sleep on money, it cures AIDS. I saw that. But, like, it, 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 you notice it over time, for the most part. I'm not saying that there aren't people who are immune to it. Yeah. But I feel like, in the long run, like, regardless of... And it, I don't even know if it matters, like how long you went being just a re- poor or regular person or whatever. Right. But it, it changes people. You'd think that coming up from nothing into something would sort of, I mean, you're building at that, at that point, you're building a foundation. Yeah. So anything you build on top of that foundation would be somewhat related to the foundation. Yeah. And like the video you showed me, like no men are, no great men are created without strife. Yeah. So if in your upbringing you're given strife, 
You would think well, that your later life you couldn't become I'm, a whore. I'm going to use a parallel with a movie series. Uh, please do. With a different actor who is known for his physique. What and about? Was so, he known for his whoredom as well? That, well, I was saying that's Sylvester Stallone. Okay. Right. Like you that's look at still, the rock. <laughs> okay, he learned this lesson like like at least twice in the Rocky movies. Where like, I think he learned it, and especially the, the third movie was the one where he definitely learned it, where he had all that fame and money and everything else, and he forgot where he came from. <laughs> yeah. And he got the living shit kicked out of him by fucking Mister T. And then he, he had pities to, the fool. Though. And then he had to go back to the basics, right? And do like gay running montages with. Uh, is that where they hugged on the with beach? Apollo Creed? Yeah. yeah, and they were like wearing matching, like crop tops and and sweatbands and shit. Yeah, but you like know, the, he had the, the cut he, scenes. They sucked each other off. He the had <laughs> they they took they cut that. They out. had to cut it out. <laughs> they cut it out. They, at the time, they didn't have NC seventeen film. They just said sixty nine. Yeah. Like. <laughs> could you imagine those two muscly motherfuckers <laughs> just aggressively sucking each other's oh cock, trying to suck each other to death? It looks like the it looks like our logo, the Ouroboros, trying to suck its own tail. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god! But I think that's like some like they haven't had to have like he had strife back in the day. He had to crawl his way to the top. He made his way all the way to the top, and he's been there for in the stratosphere for so goddamn long. He never had. He hasn't had to do, do anything. You know what I mean? Like he's so he's on such a Arnold Schwarzenegger's on such a level that like when the world found out that like twenty years ago, and we only found this out a couple years ago, he fucked his maid. Yeah, made a child with her. Right. And fucking, and basically had this love child on the side that he was paying, like, <coughs> putting his, putting this kid's way through everything. Shout out, Trin. And then when everybody found out, nobody really gave a shit that much. Right. Like, that's on the level he's at, where they, he could do things like that. It's a bad paraphrase, but Which, Eminem said I, it best, where he talked about being so high up that you can't even see the people on the ground because you're above the clouds. Yeah. But maybe that's what it is. Because he still does stuff. I, I'm not going to shit on him 100% because that dude has been running the Special Olympics for like fucking 30 years now. Who's Sylvester? Nah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Man, fuck him. Ah, man. When I see him love on his donkey in his house when he tells you to lock down and take your shot, it reminds me of Hitler pictures where he pets dogs. <laughs> Hitler loved dogs. That's what I'm saying. That, which Who doesn't love a good doge? Listen, coin? I love my dogs. Yeah, you love your doge too. I love my doge, uh, but I also love my dogs. Right. But my dogs aren't... He, Hitler liked German Shepherds, which I don't think I'm it's German fan, Shepherds. I'm a fan of those. I like my I like my little pay babies, though. Yeah, of course he liked his own... I don't think I ever mentioned it on the show before, but I have two adorable Sharpay daughters. Yeah, he has one daughter that's blind, and she reminds me of Kreia from the KOTOR video game series. Yeah, she's blind. Who ends up working and, for the dark side? But she's the best of the three. She's the she's the one that senses anything before anybody else does. Like mm. her her sense of hearing is that much better. She's got the force. Oh, she definitely has the force. Uh, I've got to pee. I gotta get a drink of water, anyways. And then when we come back, we're gonna get super serious. All right, we're back. We had to get uh, some hydration and some dehydration. You know what we're saying. You know what time it is. He held it while I popped his cane open. But I'm glad you listened to the first half hour of the show. Yeah, we were trying to give you guys the good good, because a lot of these shows are just... I mean, it's a fucking reflection of the times, really. Yeah. We're a mirror. Yeah. A focused mirror. Mm-hmm. And uh, things are shitty right now. But now... If you didn't look outside... <laughs> but now it's time to get back to the serious stuff. And poor, unfortunately, not only is it bad now, but luckily for you guys, it's about to get a lot worse. All right, so what do we want to talk about first? Well, I want to give a shout out to a listener of the show, a tribesman, 
a tribal chieftain, mm-hmm. if you will. He's not just a regular tribesman. He's one of the integral folks, the trifecta that were the three amigos. Mm-hmm. Dr. Gonzo. Yeah. So it came to my attention a few days ago that he ha- he no longer draws breath. He has passed on to the clearing at the end of the path. And I reached out uh, through that conversation to ask if there was anything that they wanted to add to uh, <clears throat> sort of a respectful send-off. Yeah. And I want to read that now. Okay. <clears throat> trying not to cry like a bitch. I'm pretty emotional these days. Yeah. It's not just because I had, you know, <laughs> elevated estradiol levels or anything. <sighs> For our brother, and I will add tribesmen and or tribal chieftain, Dr. Mm-hmm. Gonzo. Good evening, brothers and sisters of the Bones and Tubbs tribe. Gracious hosts, a moment of your time, please. His name was not Robert Paulson. His name was Walter Searles. I probably said that wrong. I'm sorry. Searles. I'd say Searles. I I really hope I said it right. I'm not good at that. Yeah. And I'm sure you both know that by now. He was a big brother to all who met him. Held no judgment for his fellow humans. Helped those near him without hesitation. Wore his heart on his sleeve in pure gonzo fashion and became as such. Our friend, our confidant, our teacher, our comedian, and our brother. Too weird to live, too rare to die. May you find peace, Dr. Gonzo. Tribe members, if you have that big sister or big brother in your life, the lighthouse amongst the growing darkness... It is now your turn. Be the big sister that just listens. The big brother who admits he was wrong and forgives. Thanks again, gents. We send you off into Valhalla with high valor. Oof. Heavy. Yeah. So, with that, I suppose we shall... Get into the day. Yeah, right. Jesus Christ. Fucking horrible news. It just seems like we're surrounded by coffins. Yeah. Everywhere you look, it just seems like it's that time. And some people uh, who are of the more esoteric version of Christianity that I, I prefer to speak with them rather than the exoterics, the ones that just read from the hymnal. Yeah. Uh, they're like, wow, it's crazy that all these people, like, it's it's crazy because it doesn't follow, it doesn't follow a... Uh, a socioeconomic line, it doesn't follow an age line, it doesn't follow a health line. People are just dropping off in weird areas of these of these categories. Mm-hmm. And these people, the esoteric Christians, are all kind of saying that maybe these people were called home before what's about to happen. Yeah. Because either they had lived their life of suffering, and now it was time for for plenty, or maybe they weren't meant for what's to come. And it led me to a story I wanted to share with you real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, you ever heard of Teal Swan? No. She's... Maybe I have. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She's a sexual abuse survivor, a cultist, mm-hmm. all those things. She checks all the boxes. Yeah. On her arm, she has a tattoo of the uh, squared circle and the triangle. Nice. Yeah. She's a savage. She was telling a story earlier that I saw in one of her videos where there was a guy who, for his entire life, 
his job was to sacrifice goats. Mm-hmm. Right. So all day long, it was just a goat line and this motherfucker with a sharp knife. Bring a goat in, slit its throat, send it on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he'd done this hundreds of times, thousands of times. And on the thousandth time, he saw a goat. And as he got ready to slit his throat, the goat's eye teared. And he said, old goat, why do you do this? It's the end of your life. Mm -hmm. And he said, because I've lived a life of a thousand goats. And now this is my last life as a goat. He's like, what did you do before your life as a goat? He's like, I used to slit goat's throats. Jesus Christ. Yeah. In... You know what that makes me think of uh, is that episode of the mid. What was it called? The Midnight Hour. It was that show we watched last summer. The Night Kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Night <laughs> Kitchen. It was the one. It was the cartoon, and it was uh, it was <coughs> based off of like podcast by um. God, I am blanking Welcome all the Mayville? way. No, 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 buddy, I'm fucking up. I don't know. It's the one on Netflix. We watched it last summer. Where it was like Midnight Gospel. Oh fuck! Yeah, do you remember the episode where <clears throat> he's talking about like there's that he's in that psychic prison, and the prisoners keep like committing violence upon each other over and over again, and the only way to get out is to figure out that you're all part of this like, yeah, right. I do remember that. Yeah, I didn't remember it till right now, but yeah, you think that would trigger that memory? Yeah. That's heavy, though, and then that seems to be the, uh, what if that was the tragic thing of it all? And you, you kind of applied that goat story to, yeah. to everything. It's like, because uh, there's a song at the end of that one episode I'm talking about, where it's talking about when the prisoner finally gets their voice back mm. after not being able to speak, mm-hmm. and they're talking about what freedom means to them, what freedom used to mean, and what freedom means now, right? Like, Yeah. If anybody wants to know, look, go look it up. Check it out. Check Midnight out gospel. the Midnight Gospel. Uh, if you could YouTube the video, the 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 song that I'm talking about. Also not a sponsor. It's really really good. Yeah. Like, it, it, as simple as it is, it's, it's not crazy. A, it was it was very impactful in my yeah. my mindset, and yet I've somehow managed to pile fucking. Yeah. Hold on, can I play it real quick? Sure. Just it. you and me. You could cut it out. I'll leave it in. If you want to put your phone toward the microphone, I'll leave it in there. I'd say that one, that episode was the most impactful, <clears throat> and the one with his mom. I don't even want to talk about it. That one. Yeah. Good God. Right. <coughs> okay. Feels, feels all around. I can finally sing. Drinking blood from the stump of a prison guard that I just chopped up. That used to be freedom to me. Watching my cellmate cry as I sprayed hot piss in his gouged out Used to be freedom to me, but now it's plain to see the prison was inside me, and I. 
Yeah, check it out. Midnight Gospel. Come on, because we're all just these. Stop slipping, man. You got, you got, yeah, you gotta watch that episode though, man. Holy shit! Like anybody out there, the whole series is great. That that one right there, I point to as being, if that's not an allegory for our existence as it stands, yeah. Where because like when they're in the prison, everybody's attached to this little like ethereal (coughs) creature. Right? Yeah. That, like, the more you do bad, the more harm comes to it. Right. It's your soul. Yeah. Right? Reference. And, you know, you, you, you kill your you kill your fellow prisoners and you, you do horrible things to them and, and it just, you come back over and over again and, and you haven't figured out. There's, like, the, I think if I remember correctly, there's this, like, the guard, like, the one main, the one keeping them all inside the prison is this, like, multifaceted, multi-eyed yeah. being. Right? It, it, you just go it's, watch it. It's crazy that they're they have all these allegories in these popular these popular shows. We said we were going to get serious. I guess we did get serious in a way, but we haven't talked about current events. We'll get there. Yeah, but uh, I don't have anywhere to be. So <laughs> I don't know how that show got on the air. Have you ever seen the show Lucifer? I think it's also uh, on Netflix. no. I've never watched it before. It's a decent show. You should check out. Yeah, he. It's Lucifer. Yeah, uh, in the in yeah. the devil context, which we talked about earlier, Lucifer is actually not the devil according to the Bible. If you go back to Hebrew, but whatever. Not I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to start that right now. Yeah, but in the show, Lucifer is the devil, mm-hmm. and he helps out this detective, right? And uh, the recurring theme throughout his travels throughout Los Angeles, and like occasionally he goes back to hell. Eventually, he has to go back to hell because yeah. he just left hell, and there's no. There's no one driving the ship. Yeah. Uh, but the recurring theme is all the people that go to hell, they're only there because they're their own they're their own guard. Yeah. They're in the prison of their own making. Yeah. And they can't psychically come out of their own fucking shit. Yeah. It's like you're living over over and over and over again for an eternity, this the scene over and over again. Well, for your and life. and we t- talked about that before where what if like you take go back to the uh, the Hebrew version of hell, mm. right? Hell is a is a is a prison cell of your own making. Distance from the all, you. It's the barriers that you've th- you've put up. Yeah, hell is a is an allegory for not non growth. Yeah, like if you as a person are not able to look back at yourself six months ago and be like, that was a disgusting fucking human being. You know, uh, yeah. I think of all <laughs> these different references or like. Uh, there's there's that song by Trevor Moore about where his computer becomes self-aware. That's actually the title of the song. Was it like well. a mixture of cocaine and uh, Monster Energy, a Red Bull or something? And like a yeah, cocaine DMT. and Monster Energy goes into the fucking computer board and then it smokes DMT later in the that's song. Right. And yeah. that's when it becomes, it reaches singularity and <laughs> the Anunnaki put a stop to it. Didn't he kill himself or die? No, he died. I, I never found out what it was from. The family kept it a secret. Government. But... Uh, but like the Anunnaki show up and they put a stop to it, right? Yeah, because they're fucking up the timeline. Quit fucking with the timeline. And, dude. The, and he says in the song, "Well, according to the Anunnaki, we are just on this." And we've talked about this before. You're on this cellular path, right? 
where you die, you come back again, you die, your soul just keeps coming back, rebounding back, because you haven't figured out, you were in galactic jail. Yeah. This is right? a soul prison. It is a, a prison, soul... It, a prison it, planet, if you will. It is a prison, and we're not allowed to leave until we, like, the, the in the song they say that they, they basically, they're waiting for, to see if you can, as a non-telepathic being can experience true empathy. Yeah. Right? Uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but... Well, we're just trying to trying to put the icing on that cake. I feel like that was a pretty good conversation there. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now you want to get into the shit show? Yeah, let's get into the fucking... Get into the shit show. Bullshit. So, uh, I will go ahead and start with this, which leads into the thing that we were talking about before we started recording. Or I should say in between recordings. A D E. Yes. Very important. Antibody dependent enhancement. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is that ADE, from everything that my limited ass, who is not a doctor, who doesn't ever give medical advice, could find, was that it's basically a mirror of HIV. Which is interesting because the person who's involved of the healthcare situation right now, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who's 80 years old, I was watching a video of him the other day and I wondered, like, if I could hit him in the center of his chest as hard as I could, do you think he'd die? Probably. Yes. And in Minecraft. Like, in Minecraft, of course. I would yeah. never, yeah. not in real life. This is no. all hypothetical in Minecraft, uh, my own private server. But it's a shame that I can't, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. in Minecraft. But uh, somebody probably just fell in to take his place. But anyway, he was involved, he's involved currently in this uh, shit show. Uh, that we've talked about before. And he was also involved in the shit show of the HIV back in the, what was it, 70s, 80s? Eight, well, let's say 80s, 90s. Okay, 80s, 90s. Uh, of that bioweapon that was released. And he was trying all over and over again for this fucking vaccine and it kept failing. And the va- the uh, the medications that he authorized for use or recommended were ended up killing people. Look up AZT. Alpha Zeta Teflon. Yeah. Um, but right now, ADE, Alpha Delta Edward, is starting to show itself due to a a Pentagon open source AI program. You know, a lot of these scientists and doctors have been talking about their worry that with these coronavirus shots, that they would cause ADE because they cause ADE in all the animal studies and every single coronavirus study that they've done in vaccines before. Yeah. But it's just covered up in the news, much like people who die of heart attacks, like 17-year-olds, like in the interview that we played before. Uh, they're covering up the fact that people are dying in mass. They're covering up the fact that the VERS reports, Vaccine Injury Reporting System, are higher now than they've ever been throughout the entire history of recorded vaccine injury. They're covering it all up. They're covering everything up. This is a fucking genocide eugenics operations that are killing you with the shots. And uh, I'm curious to see how this works out, but Alex Jones in his show was talking with uh, Michael Adams, the health ranger, and he said it several times, and I think they're working on a report where they're talking about how they have proof that uh, this COVID was released strategically throughout the United States. Mm-hmm. It didn't come from flights. It came from areas, pockets. Yeah. Either sp- uh, sprays. You know, people talk shit about chemtrails all the time, but if you just look up, like, solar management or anything like that, you can see that it's a federally funded program. They either sprayed it from a plane, they sprayed it from a car, 
<clears throat> there's a goddamn uh, news article on Zero Hedge a few weeks ago that talked about Wuhan scientists using technology to use glass-like particles of nanoparticulates to infect the skin of bats, of bats right. to create a you know mutated coronavirus chimera. And that's weird. Is that weird? That's a little weird. It's a little weird. Yeah. So anyway, ADE's going on. The uh, the story you can look up on InfoWars or NewsWars.com is emergency. Saturday broadcast. Pentagon AI confirms COVID shots triggering deadly ADE in the vaccinated. And they're basically saying that this, this AI showed that month by month, the numbers are doubling and tripling of these heart attacks and these uh, autological immune responses. Mm-hmm. So... It's shutting down your killer T cells. There's something shutting down your white blood cells. And when your body comes in contact with another coronavirus, not this fucking lab shit, but I mean, we, we get exposed to coronaviruses daily. Yeah. Right. You know, seasonally, I should say. Yeah. We're about to enter into the fucking winter season here in the Northern Hemisphere, which is when coronaviruses reign because of a lack of vitamin D3. Yeah. And uh, shit's about to get nasty in the next couple months, yeah. according to this Pentagon report. From the Pentagon, mm-hmm. where a pl- not a plane not plane hit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, renowned scientist Dr. Richard Fleming visits Infowars to give a powerful, in-depth PowerPoint presentation exposing what's really happening with COVID-19 and vaccine-induced ADE, antibody-dependent enhancement. And it's basically like some of these people are saying that these booster shots, you if you've taken the vaccine, you basically turned your immune system into a subscription service, like with Netflix. <laughs> Like you got to go back every couple of months. Get your get another booster. Fucking, it's wild. Jesus, what? Which leads into this new COVID pill. Yeah. Which is, do you know what it is? I don't know what it is. It's a revamped ivermectin. Really? It's ivermectin. It's got the same goddamn active ingredients, but they changed it so they could charge two hundred fucking dollars a bottle. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's funny. The whole time the media machine and, and the government was talking shit about There's a horse dewormer. Horse dewormer and all this bullshit. Their fucking COVID pill well, uh, is a revamped ivermectin. So that leads into another story I read about <laughs> this week where, so in India, uh, they've been dealing with the COVID with, in a state to state basis, right? Over in India, right? Yeah. And some states have much higher <clears throat> vaccination rates than others. And they were talking about one in particular. Uh, where they didn't have a very high vaccination rate at all. It was like under 20%, right? And for some reason, they are faring... That's piss. Oh, God. (laughs) Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. They are faring a lot better than a lot of the other states in India. And it's kind of been a media blackout as to why, right? Well, then it finally came out. So the state, this state in India, has they, they went around to like... They've been giving out kits, right, to families that are infected. Yeah. Right? Like $2.13 a kit. $2.95 is the cost of the kit. Yeah. Okay. Ivermectin. It had contained ivermectin, doxycycline, uh, vitamin E, or uh, uh, vitamin D3, zinc, zinc and uh, I think magnesium. Yeah. And maybe vitamin C. Take the packet and you'll be fine. Yeah. It's a packet of pills. It was on a schedule, like a routine, like this is how you take it. Yeah. And so what you're saying is they're not putting them in hospitals and giving them drugs who uh, Anthony Fauci specifically was in a study for that showed that remdesivir caused 54% of people to take it to die. 
uh, they they were not giving them that drug. No. And they're also not putting them on ventilators, which causes them to drown in their own fluids. No. Oh, that's weird. Well, are they paying their hospitals fifty eight thousand dollars per COVID death? Probably. No, not. I don't believe so. No. Probably not. Yeah. No. Huh. No, they were giving out these two dollar ninety five cent kits. So what happened to them? Oh, help? and they ha- I forgot they had uh, some some masks, some rubber gloves, and some hand sanitizer in them too. So did they all die, or did they all get better and everything? No, they're fine get, now? they're their death toll's like super small. Oh, okay, you know it's kind of like you know it's kind of like they cured it. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, but even then, like that's a lot of safety measures. You could look go go further west into Sweden where they didn't do anything. Was it Sweden that just said that COVID nineteen is not a problem? They should be compared to the flu. Yes. Oh. Okay. They never did any. They never shut down businesses. They never did anything. They didn't give remdesivir to kill people or put people on ventilators to kill them. No. They didn't. Uh, okay. They just. They're under- not setting up FEMA camps in every single. They state understood of the United from States. the first stage, from the first stage of COVID, <laughs> that they were going to have to get over the hump, over the spike, and then there's then herd immunity kicks in. Yeah. You know it's going to be great though is when uh, this is the the thing that caused me to spend about. Um, half my paycheck last night while I was at work yeah. uh, on that Alex Jones show from the Sunday uh, what is the date today? 10-4? 10-4. It's 10-4. It's a, it's a big 10-4. That's a big so, 10-4 there, buddy. Uh, on a 10-3 uh, look up the 10-3 Alex Jones show Sunday edition Mike Adams. They talk about it. This is the end uh, according to them. And I'm fine with it because, like he said in uh, the TikTok earlier, he's been right for 28 years. Yeah. I've done my time talking shit about that dude. Yeah. And then coming to suck my own dick when it comes to being like, oh, he was right, fuck. Yeah. You know? So I'm just going to go ahead and go with it. And uh, he was talking about, yeah, this is a bioweapon. They released it. The shots are a bioweapon. They're killing their immune system. This is their globalist takeover that they talked about. And I didn't know this. Klaus Schwab uh, was actually the head of the Bilderberg Group. Huh. And Klaus Schwab is the policy setter. Yeah. He's setting the policy right now. Well, that's good to know. With Mr. William Gates. That's good to know. Who's been talking about eugenics for fucking decades. Yeah. So, here we are. This is the state of the issue. This is our problem. Mm -hmm. This is what we have to deal with. And he thinks, and so does Michael Michael Adams, he thinks that they're going to release another bioweapon come fall. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, shit's going to turn up. They're going to blame it on the unvaccinated, as they already have in the media. Yeah. And I watched a, a local news report earlier that somebody sent us on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, it said, try to understand this. It, or it was something like the akin of, it takes like a, a level 1000 intelligence to understand this plan. It was like a video game reference. Yeah. But you watch the news report and it's a black lady talking to a white man. Because that's what, it's important. Mm-hmm. Diversity. Yeah. Um. And she said, basically what's happening is all these vaccinated deaths and these vaccinated infections are because of the unvaccinated, because we don't have a high enough vaccinated population. Hmm. Take all the time you need. Like, you're getting, I mean, it's Project Mockingbird. It's bullshit. You're being lied to. Yeah. Well, see, and that's the thing. Like, uh, we're talking about. <clears throat> over what 60 70 percent of the population is vaccinated already yeah okay like and any other time that was herd immunity yeah between that and people who had gotten it and have natural immunity that 
this shouldn't be an issue anymore. What's crazy? So, so either your vaccine doesn't work because it's not actually a vaccine; it's a gene therapy. Gene therapy, mRNA. Come on. Yeah, uh, there's a difference. Shout out to your new Netflix subscription that involves your life. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. You want to live? <laughs> Did you pay your bill? Bitch. Man, you imagine the kind of power they can wield with that too. Like, oh, it's heavy. It goes. Heavy it goes fun. beyond that because, like, they're already talking about how they can ration healthcare and stuff like that. Yeah, they're already so talking like, about not giving healthcare to the unvaccinated. That I saw someone said the other day, it's the gateway to the social credit system for sure. Simply because, like, if you don't agree with their ideology and their ideas, they can just go ahead and withhold medical treatment to you. And the thing is, is that at the end of the day, doctors don't have. They could tell doctors not. They could wrap their heads around this solipsistic world review where they tell you don't feel don't feel sad for them they had this coming because of they chose this yeah path. they chose this because of what they believe in well what's cute is it's it's going on at the same time which i'm sure we've mentioned in the previous episode but it becomes more and more refined every time you strike the blade in the fire that um all this shit where they're firing these nurses and these doctors and these healthcare professionals you know they just we talked about it a few a few weeks ago these doctors and nurses who are getting charged with a felony for buying fake vaccine passports. Hmm. These medical professionals on the front lines who are in there, in the thick of the shit. Yeah. During the time that we all thought it was a real life fucking, bio, like a real bioweapon. Yeah. The one that's about to hit, right? Yeah. We thought it was that thing. That, the time that me and you were sharing links back and forth from the dark web. You know what's weird of, now? Uh, Chinese people screaming about dead bodies in the streets, right? These nurses were out there doing it. Mm-hmm. And now they're not they're not okay because they didn't get vaccinated, so they get fired. Well, you know the National Guard that's replacing them, the military, they don't have to have a vaccine till the spring. Yeah. You know, How yeah, does that work? Yeah, it's weird to me. Like, I don't know if you noticed this either. It seems like, so like when we were in the heat of it last year, <coughs> yeah. I knew a couple people that had passed and it was COVID was blamed. Allegedly. A few people. Right. Right. Not not a lot. Nobody like nobody in like my, my direct circle, right? Yeah. Now, man, like I've seen like like a bunch of people just start dying. Yeah, I mean it's the shots, dude. And it's like, what the fuck? We didn't have vaccines back then. They're all dropping off. That's the thing, and that's what they're. That's what I'm saying. They're moving into this next phase where I don't know. It's crazy because it makes me nervous. Because first of all, I'm not getting the shot, and I'm not worried about that. Yeah, but. All these studies are showing that these people that get shots are shedding. Yeah. What are they shedding? What are we? What are you and I, the unvaccinated, coming into contact with? Yeah. That were you know that and the fact of like you know like I said earlier from that Infowars show. Well, what are they going to release eventually? Yeah. If they're in their end game for real, and this is go time. Like they've they they're removing people from police forces. Uh, people from the military, people from the healthcare sector, people from every aspect of life that aren't going to take the shot, that aren't older followers, mm -hmm. right? And they're replacing them with people who are older followers. Yeah. People that will take the shot. And that's sort of a, a rite of passage. If they're going to take the shot, they're going to do the next thing they ask them to do. What's the next thing? Is it to take the guns away? Is it to shoot people? Is it to herd people like you and me up into a fucking goddamn Walmart? Yeah. FEMA center? Because Biden just passed in one of his bills that they can, and they use measles in it as an example. Did you see this? Mm -mm. They used measles as an example to say that FEMA could relocate people to green zones mm -hmm. 
for neighborhoods that were infected with measles. Hmm. Nice. So they could just go ahead and say, this sector of Eaton, Ohio has got a large amount of uh, measles. Yeah. So we're going to relocate you because you don't have it. Yeah. Or because you didn't take the shot. This, this, or that. Yeah. We're in fucking go time. This is go time. Yeah. This is buy your food now. This is buy, you know, and even if you're not as, like, if you're just a casual listener, as I know some of you are, this is a buy your Christmas presents early time. Yeah. Because I don't know if you're on our Telegram page, but you should look us up on Telegram, the Bones and Tubs podcast. Yeah. Or I think it's just Bones and Tubs podcast. But I shared a bunch of stories. The other day from uh, the Ice Age Farmer. That's the only place you can find him. He's not on YouTube anymore. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought he was dead because he quit <laughs> posting. But um, there are food shortages happening all over the world. Yeah. Currently right now. And there are things happening right now where countries who are large exporters of wheat and other things for production aren't producing. Yeah. Aren't exporting. They're setting us up for what they've been talking about for a year, the dark winter. It's going to be hard. Not only that, but we've also got inflation. Which yeah. our own Federal Reserve chairman said, good. I'm glad there's inflation. Maybe that'll go out and make these lazy motherfuckers go out and take three jobs. You know? <laughs> right. This is where we're at now. To pay for so, their giant $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill. And somebody in the house said, I don't care how much it costs. We have unlimited money. Yeah. They're talking about printing a trillion dollar coin. The fuck? Have you seen this? No. To keep the treasury going. They're talking about because there's some loophole in the wall where they can print a trillion dollar coin. And then pay themselves with it. That's where we're at. You know, we've talked shit before about Zimbabwe printing trillion dollar notes. Yeah. I mean, it's a thing. It's happened before. Yeah. This is what fiat currencies do when they collapse. We're uh, we're we're undergoing an economic collapse. The dollar is less and less valuable every day. Mm-hmm. Everything you buy is more expensive every fucking day. A fucking pack of bacon in Ohio is almost twelve dollars. Yeah. Get the fuck out of That's here. That's crazy. It's happening right now. Yeah. On top of the fact that shortages are happening, on top of the energy crisis, which we didn't even get into. Yeah. Did you see any about that? Like China's shutting down all these plants uh, uh, because of uh, the green agenda, because we're shutting down coal. We can't have we can't have electric plants that use well, coal. Well, then, uh, yeah, I saw that uh, <clears throat> in the Netherlands, the largest set of green... I guess they have these huge fucking greenhouses that produce food. <clears throat> yeah, they had to shut down they had because to shut them down. natural gas is too expensive to heat them. Yeah. Now, all the... the this is the... This is the fucking... Uh, if it hadn't have been for it being a multifaceted attack on the food supply, the dollar's value, and on energy, I wouldn't think anything of it. But it's all three of those things simultaneously on top of a fucking fake pandemic and a fucking eugenics operation. This I'm, is... I'm going to tell you all right now, if you haven't already, because their green agenda is going to, well, okay, think about it like this. $3,500 a year tax. It's going to, it's going to fucking, it's going to ram us into the ground first, but there's going to be a bounce back eventually, right? Yeah. Uh, when they figure out that solar and wind only get you so far. Right. Uh, and they already know this. They're going to have to uh, invest in uh if they really want to stay green and actually produce that electricity, they're going to have to go with nuclear energy. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't already, I was. We're not financial advisors. We're not financial advisors, but all. I would suggest, uh, however, if you, if you found your favorite uranium mining company that's on the stock market, I yeah. would invest a little bit in them. A little bit, uh, just in case. Allegedly. Allegedly. Now, are you? Hold on. 
I tell you who are I, you talking about? Uh, such companies as NVDA, uh, DNN, UEC, or CCJ. Yes. Okay, all those companies. All and U U U U. Okay, I don't have that one yet. Yeah, <laughs> look that up. Yeah. What's I, funny though is like, like you just pick pick but, a couple and then just uh, put some put some of your seed money in there. How does that work though with a failing cu- a currency though? Well, set it and forget it, my dude. I get it, but what I'm saying is, what are you gonna are you gonna fucking re- return it? You say you you put in several hundred dollars mm-hmm. into the whole shit and you yeah. split it up amongst all those things. And then it comes back to be worth $70 trillion mm-hmm. because the currency collapsed. And you take out $70 trillion and then you put it in the wheelbarrow and then you walk to the store that has one loaf of bread left and you use all that money to buy a loaf of bread after you suck off the manager. Well, yeah, you're right. But the idea is to get <laughs> into it, I guess, and then move it into physical gold and silver. But we're not financial advisors. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would definitely put it in something more finite, Are you or, or something more more like physical. Eventually, allegedly, just because you and I are having a conversation and not giving financial advice, what you're saying is that you're going to wait for a large spike, take it out, cash the USD out into gold or silver. Yes. Okay. Yes. Not financial advice, just a conversation no. between two men. Yeah. Or something. Tangible. We identify as men, and our pronouns are he and him. Yes. In there. What do we got next on the agenda? Well, we've talked about ADE. We talked about ivermectin being rebranded uh, for pharmaceutical growth. Um, talked about the goat story. Ah, the last thing that I have, other than a, a lighthearted story, which I'll save for the end. Okay. All these things on Facebook, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. So, How did I almost forget about talking about Facebook on well, this motherfucker? here's the thing, as you like to say. Urinating while you make eye contact in the middle of the dark with a paper wasp nest is terrifying. I bet you it is. I do not like those makes, flies. Thingy I bet boys. you it makes the urine flow very fast. Yeah, it's kind of like a. <laughs> you know, uh, just a real quick story about urine. Yeah. Um, what's that show where they try to debunk things? Mythbusters. Mythbusters, the ones that lied about nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah, those guys. So they also gave such good advice to say that it was safe to piss on an electric fence mm-hmm. uh, because your urine is not a stream. It's a series of droplets. Yeah. And there can be no currency through that. Yeah. That's false. Yeah. I accidentally pissed on an electric fence once and it made the tip of my penis blue from a, a bruise. Yeah. I did it once as well and it definitely shocked me. Yeah. And I, now it didn't <clears throat> change the color or hue of my penis. Penis head? But I felt a shock. That okay, so you know that feeling you get when you take your finger and you hook up in your belly button. Yeah, try it. it. If you guys are listening right now, and not driving a car. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't, please don't be operating any heavy machinery <laughs> when you're flying do this. an airplane. Take your finger and make sort of a J. Yeah, and then put it down in your belly button and shove that motherfucker in there as far as it'll and go. Then hook and up, then hook it up. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. So it it and you know how like it's like this weird. You ever have this like. It's weird where, like, you'll have a pain somewhere. It's like, say, like, if you, you get a pain in your elbow, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a nerve pain, and it shoots all the way, like, up your arm and, like, up into your head. You're like, fuck! The fuck? Yeah. Because it's like a big, long chain of connection there. Just, like, yeah. for whatever reason, it short circuits and sends it to places it didn't have any business being in, it's right? an electrical storm. That happened to me when I pissed on the electric fence. It shot up into my body. Yeah. Like and I felt it in my guts. Like I was like, "Ooh, this is terrible. Like, this is terrible." It hurt. Yeah, but uh, not good. 
So Facebook. Anyway, yeah, Facebook. Okay, Facebook Sorry. was down today. By the way, neither of our penises wear hoodies. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Facebook was down. What else was down? Instagram, WhatsApp and Instagram. WhatsApp. And, and apparently there were internet services that were down big time too. So I guess <coughs> there were big swaths of AT&T, uh, T-Mobile, and Verizon. Like the, the cell phone service was down too in a lot of places. It wasn't that I had service all day. I couldn't tell you because I was asleep. Yeah. But, and, you know, in the first, there's some people. So back this up before Facebook went down. There was an interview on 60 Minutes last night where this woman who worked at Facebook said that the company was basically so that they could make money. They were allowing, she said, like, violent rhetoric and hate speech and stuff like that happened and only three to five percent of it was getting taken out kind of like how it's been shown before that their algorithm uses their forward-facing camera to watch your facial reactions and only give you um stories in your feed that make you angry yeah yeah basically to get the biggest reacts right so it's like a second time we've heard this so she put that out there and then all of a sudden, all these apps are down the day. Yeah. And the first wave of conspiracy theory is that it's because of the whistleblowing, and they're basically scrubbing their fucking programs so that nobody could find what she just wh- blew the whistle on, right? Whoops. Even though she took, she printed out like screenshots of data and fucking program proof. and uh, all sorts proof, of proof. I believe. Proof yeah. of it, yeah. Proof is the word. Um, and. They shut it all down so they could scrub it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I have, like, that might have been my initial reaction, too, but then I kind of took it a little further and said it kind of whipped back around to a whole big thing. Like, it's a, it's a, so, <laughs> so, like, that's, like, tier one conspiracy is that they were scrubbing it, Yeah, right? Tier two. I'm, is- like, tier two, possibly tier three, where it's, like, well, what if she was, stage. she was, it was staged, she was a plant. They want to clamp down because it, it's funny that they mentioned like, quote unquote, hate speech and violent rhetoric and stuff like that. Which you see like things getting removed all the time that even mirror something like that. And it makes you wonder, like, what kind of hate speech and rhetoric are they talking about? Because I see crazy, crazy shit about uh, Caucasians all the time. Or I the, see it on TikTok all the time too. Like, yeah, they talk reckless on Whitey. Tick, tick, talk reckless as fuck, and that shit's allowed. Check out our Instagram TikTok. too. I just uh, sent a shot at the Black Lives Matter crowd, but anyway, go ahead. So it it makes one wonder what kind of hate speech they're talking about, because it makes me think that it was their it's their roundabout way of basically putting the the hammer down all, right, all, all together. Like basically, like, oh, so like if somebody has an anti COVID post none of it they're not gonna suffer any of it anymore like it's just gonna be all fucking washed scrubbed out they have basically shut it down right that's what i get from it well i mean they are currently calling for the federal government not facebook this is a separate story but we'll get back into facebook real quick just as a caveat uh and i don't know what the word means but i heard it the last couple of days i'm gonna use it arbitrage Mm -hmm. i like that word okay reminds me of a an aardvark yeah that's how educated I am. But anyway, uh, they're calling upon the federal government to uh, designate anti-vax and anti-mask parents as domestic terrorists. Uh, 
Yeah. And that comes from one of the largest school uh, unions yeah. in the country. Said 90,000 teachers. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. Not we're, we're not in a pre-Civil War or anything. But uh, back to the Facebook thing, <clears throat> I believe what you're talking about, where you say it is a tier two, tier three conspiracy, where we're like building up for um, this rhetoric of, you know, shitting on people who are using free speech. Because I'm here to tell you, I have not posted any hate speech in the last year Yeah, that I know of. Uh, I'm not sure about the new definitions, but under the old definitions, I haven't posted any hate speech, but I did get banned from Facebook. That spit. From a period of, <laughs> from a period of seven days. Yeah. Because I, I, I posted a link of uh, Hitler talking shit about the Nazis. Mm. Because I'm a, a Nazi. Yeah. That was the reasoning. Because yeah. I, I, I was, I was promoting hate speech. Talking shit about Nazis using Hitler, who was the head of the Nazi Party. Well, you, you know it's funny. The Democratic Socialist Party. I could think back to the last, like before the before, like a, before Biden and all that. the The term Nazi got thrown around real loosely for a long Super time. Loose. Yeah, right. Like they, there Nobody was a would've... lot of talk, and now <clears throat> they are having to backpedal a lot of that rhetoric and be like. <laughs> Like, cause, cause, like, you know, you're talking about force mandates and basically, Nazi shit. yeah, you're talking about actual Nazi actual shit, and they're Nazi like, well, shit. let's pedal back, <laughs> yeah. let's redefine what a Nazi is again, because we're not, uh, we're not Nazis. Like, what are you talking about? We're not. There was this one TikTok stitch that was fucking dead, fucking on. Like, dead had nuts. this perfect, had this fucking soy boy crying his little eyes out. Like we're not fucking Nazis, understand? And it it, it was a, it might have been a woman for real. I don't know. It's sometimes uh, hard to tell the difference. He probably identified as a fucking cat box. But uh, <laughs> who the fuck knows? His- so so this guy goes on this rant where he lists all His the fucking were fucking. Well, he changed me. No, this other guy stitches it, and he goes on this rant where he go he lists all the things. He's like, no, no, you're not Nazis. You're just doing, and he just lists all these things. Like, you're just mandating vaccines. You're just wanting to cordon people. You're wanting to segregate people from the rest of the population. You're wanting and to he stop health care for he people. Just, who are yeah, he just goes down this list, right? Whole list and he's of like, Nazi but gender. you're not Nazis, though, right? Yeah. You're not Nazis. You're not Nazis. You're just doing though. Nazi things. Yeah. Don't be scared. So Embrace it. I wonder what, it, what their new symbol is going to be. Because I was a fan of the swastika, you know? Yeah. Not the uh, not the Nazi rebrand, but the actual swastika that they use that meant like love. Yeah, you know that one was cool. Look yeah. that up, Google uh, swastika love. But uh, I think all this is leading into a story, and this is something I've been fucking itching, like I had some sort of a fungal infection in my crotch to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. Digital ID requirements, biometrics required for internet usage. Yeah, because this is what they're talking about, and this goes directly hand in hand. With that goddamn fucking digital, uh, fuck, what's it called? The, uh, the social credit score. Yeah. So they're talking about, and this is already in their policies, and they're already talking about it at the, at the upper levels of these fucking companies, requiring you, and that's, it's, it's sort of another, you go back in time, it's training us with our phones. We gave up our fingerprints. Yeah. For these goddamn devices. We gave up our biometric data for these fucking devices because of ease. And now they're going to require these things as a form of digital identification so that no one on the internet can ever be incognito again. And it goes straight into fucking social credit scores because they use your web browser history to fucking give you a score. And here's what I'll say about that is 
<clears throat> Fuck that. Yes. Okay, but here's what I'm also going to say. I'm going to reiterate this. Um, and this is why I say this. I have never had a fake account. I've never went incognito. I've never had a troll account. I've never had a, already I've never had a shit posting account. I've never done any of that. Every online account I've ever had was me. I never made any veiled impressions that it wasn't me. But that's not to say that I don't think people don't have a right to <coughs> have anonymity on the internet. You should have anonymity wherever the fuck you go. Exactly. Oh yeah, you're right. Everywhere, you know, not just the internet. And I wish, I wish this was a spot. I wish this, this is a, this would be the perfect time for a fucking sponsor, right? Yeah. Like NordVPN. Like I don't, they're not a sponsor, but I bought their, their, their but I bought their service through Marfugel. I'm here to tell you now that if that were to go full steam ahead, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm done. You yeah. will not see me on any social media platform so ever again. I'm done. We should have actually quit all social media back in 2016. So that so that when the fucking thought police pull me over and they look up my social credit store, I am just a fucking <laughs> phantom on their radar. Well, they'll they're still, like, they'll they're still like, have all of your data. They're like, who the fuck? They're like, this dude doesn't do anything. You're going to go to a special prison because you don't have one. Well, no, I think back to that episode of Black Mirror. Where you remember there was an episode that yeah. ta- that dealt with this Made issue, me uncomfortable. and she meets that old woman who's like, she has a shit tier score, and she's like, I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck about any of that shit, fuck all of them, right? That's gonna be me. Choose to live I, off the grid. I don't fucking care. You know what we should have done? We should have quit the job at the factory sadness at the same time, pulled our fucking retirement, and created the fucking community in the woods. Yeah, that's what we should have done. I saw earlier, there's uh, several TikToks. I need to send you one so you can see it. There's a website they use. It's like a national database for um, available land for mm-hmm. sale. This cat bought uh, 2.8 acres of land mm-hmm. in some part of coastal Texas. Hmm. And he bought that and then spent like eight grand or 10 grand. In a fucking compound uh, container house. Huh. And like the rest of it's completely self-sustained. Yeah. Completely. I, I follow a couple of people on TikTok to do stuff like that. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. I'm disappointed in myself for not doing that. Yeah. But I can't leave my friends and family. That's See, that's the thing. I got people here, man. <sighs> Sucks. I got people here that yeah, rely on Yeah, but that's me. the thing, though. There's, there's fucking murky fucking Ohio land that we could buy and have like fucking... You catch my ass. I'm I'm moving to the fucking Cash Me Outside. I'm I'm, I'm I'm moving down to the southeast. How hard would it be? You know what I'm saying? Down towards like Kentucky, West Virginia way. Just for you and I. How many acres do you know how many acres Houston Woods is? Quite a few. Could Hold you on. imagine that somehow you and I were able to like finagle like an area that was like low access that no one saw and we built a fucking compound on a state park and started growing marijuana on it? Do you remember the Pigman stories about uh, state parks? Yeah, uh, no. So his dad, his family, the Pigman's dad, like uncle, father and uncle or somebody, like some some grouping of his immediate family, they made their bread and butter in state parks. Do you know how they did it? How'd they do that? He was a fucking savage. (laughs) He would go into these big trees in state parks and he would cut his way up into the tree Mm -hmm. through the leaves. Yeah. And plant marijuana 
Oh my god. And he would grow it inside of the fucking trees. That's amazing. And then they would harvest it out of the trees <laughs> and they would sell the fucking weed. <laughs> Never got caught. That's crazy. Making fucking bankroll. Uh it's three thousand acres, by the way. Hmm. So yeah. I like to think that in an area that's three thousand acres, we could probably spend about five grand, six grand. Yeah. Get ourselves established into an area. Obviously, you and I would have to do the work of uh, cutting the trees down and selling the lumber. Yeah. But uh, it'd probably pay for itself for real. Yeah. Lumber's not cheap. This is this Could you is imagine? Ours, no. What if we just bought, like, our only investment were chainsaws and time, and we snuck into a state park, we cut down some trees about, let's just say, a half mile off the road. Yeah. After we found our perfect spot on this, this massive amount of land. Yeah. And then we uh, sold the lumber. After we, obviously, there was a lot of carrying, but yeah. you know we've got things that can help us heal from that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, afterwards, we used that money to fund a fucking compound made by container ships. Well, I tell you what, man. Uh, a few years ago, uh, when we had the emerald ash borer <laughs> come around and fuck up all the ash yeah. trees in the fuck area. Fuck you, ash tree bitch. Yeah, uh out at Houston Woods, they basically had to cut down all the <coughs> ash trees, and they they told people like, "Hey, take them, take it. We don't want them. It's free. It's free. Swipe bet your, your bitch. bet your ass." My grandma. Oh yeah, went out there. Your grandma was a savage. Listen, she had she had ash wood for fucking years because she went out there. Well, it was like fucking. It was like the gold rush out there for her. Yeah, she was out there like four or five days in a row. Just cutting, just like cutting up the fucking trees, and fucking loading them in the back of her car, and then taking them back to the house. She had a fucking wagon that she'd fill up. <laughs> she was a fucking savage, man. Yeah, your grandma was a savage. Yeah, I think it's funny that like uh, she uh, came to like me toward the end. She didn't like me in the beginning. I think yeah, it's just because she didn't. You got to get to know her. She didn't like everybody. She didn't like anybody at the beginning. That's the way really. you should be, though, right? Yeah. That's the way we're all going to be don't here. Know, she don't know you. After they shut the power down. Yeah. You know? That's how we're all going to have to be. Yeah. I was always, like, we went over there a handful of times when we were kids. I was like, your grandma was kind of an asshole. <laughs> like, she didn't, she wasn't fucking with the boy. No. And then, like, toward the end, I remember we moved your, uh, we moved your, your refrigerator or whatever it was in the garage. She was as happy as could be. Yeah. Friendly. Kind. She's like, this motherfucker stuck around for a couple of years. He's probably not a communist. He's all right. We were talking before about, uh, what did we call him? The Hogman? Yeah, the Hogman. Yeah, the Hogman. You know, he went over there to go deer hunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she would talk to him for 45, 50 minutes. She she was that type of person, man. She'd bend your ear, and you could talk to her about all sorts of stuff. Bet, and she was one of the hardest working motherfuckers I've ever known. You know, being a farmer, that's some shit. That's some real shit. That's that's real. You're your own fucking... You're your own (coughs) fucking boss... Laborer, accountant, yeah, everything. You're you're your own everything. You're, uh, you're, mechanic. You're the shit. Yeah, you're all you're those that, things. You're that boy. Or in her case, you're that lady. You know, she was fueled purely on fucking coffee and Pepsi. Like, yeah, coffee in the morning and in lunchtime, and then Pepsi in, in at night. Can I make a comment? And uh, fuck it, I'm not gonna edit it out. I just want to ask you a question. Does it make you nervous? That we're about to go into not only a dark winter, but a dark period. This is the time where 
you know, we all have seen the memes and the fucking funny videos mm-hmm. about like good times creating soft men, soft men creating weak times, and yeah. you know, whatever the fuck. I just bastard it, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You and I are men, mm-hmm. and we're about to go into some dark shit, and we have childs, childrens, babies, people that depend on us. Yeah. We're the leaders of this ship. Yeah. The ones before us that we should have spent time learning from are gone. I learned a lot from her, though, man. I know. But you you, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm like, not, you wish you could have learned more? This is a conversation for not just between you and I, but everyone in the podcast, mm-hmm. in, the, in the tribe, to listen to. These people that are dying or have died that we could have talked to last year. Last think, month. Think about it like this. Hit, hit you with this, man. Because that generation <laughs> right there, they're some hard motherfuckers. These aren't boomers, first of all. No. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it fucked up. They weren't up. boomers. Nope. You know, she grew up in the Great Depression. She knows. She knew what, like, and that's the thing. We ain't hurt like that. We, we're about to hurt like Great Depression hurt. Maybe worse. Maybe worse. Right? Yeah. I don't know. The Great Depression was pretty fucked. Yeah, but they weren't relying on a global system that's getting shut down at the same time. That and, you know, you know, you had a fair amount of agriculture going on back then. We talked so about like, it before, but back in back in sweeter times with better outlooks, we talked about it. We had 90% agrarian and 10% urban, and they had over a million people die of starvation. This is and the now world. we're completely flipped. We're 10% yeah. agrarian. Probably less now, especially with these Bill Gates fucking initiatives to shut down private farms. Let's just say 5% but agrarian, I, this, 95% this is, urban. Let me let me hit you with the positive of this, right? Let me, me. Let, what keeps me hopeful. Right? Hit me hard and don't put a glove on. This is this is what keeps me hopeful is you know, her generation and her parents' generation and generations before them through our through our lineage, right? They have all endured hard times, right? Right. Doesn't matter where you came from. Doesn't matter what your background is. All of those generations before us endured hard times, survived right? Survived and thrived. You gotta. Their blood runs in your fucking veins. Yep. Right. It's time to nut the fuck up. Nut the fuck up, bitch. You know, I, I, I'm not the most <coughs> biblical or Christian person. However, right? <laughs> however, I think I believe this is in the Bible where. Um, you know, when I was a when I was a uh, a child, I did childish things. Yeah. Or you know, or I can't remember exactly how the line goes. But when you were a man, you cast aside those childish things. It's a marriage quote, I believe. It's it's time, gonna have to start. You know, we've we've all lived very, very well lately. However, uh, luckily, we've all been trained with first person shooter video games to not feel any pain when we kill a stranger. So. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's a correlation between those two things. Absolutely, there is. They they invented first person shooters for the military to increase mil- uh, accuracy of killing. Have you not? Have we not talked about this. Well, we've talked about it before. Uh, the video game Doom, created for the army. Yeah, because it had less than a less than it was like less than. It started with less than fifty percent accurate shots. Well, with, they found until they came with uh, uh, human shaped targets. Yeah. And then up to like 70, 60, 60, 70% with the targets. And then they introduced Doom. And then they, they didn't use like the video game that we use. They use like military shit. Like yeah. uh, the, the, the shit we have now with um, 
VR, what have you. But it upped it to like 90% kill. But we're going to... I like to think that the hours you and I spent in our fucking training ground at Adam's house. But it's it's it seems like it's about that time where all of our luxuries and all the things <coughs> that we've enjoyed for so long, it's time. But I think we're going to have to cast that shit aside. Yep. You know. Which one of us is going to become... Uh, the cat from Zombieland, where we uh, seek out. What was that dude's name? We seek oh, you're out about Woody Harrelson. Yeah, the dude from Le- shout out Lebanon, Ohio. I feel like that's you. And it's gonna Coors be like Light. it's gonna be like Coors Light or Bud Light Seltzer or something like that. I wish like, you could have seen my face last night while I was listening to Tim Ferriss's podcast <laughs> because he was talking about um, drinking. Yeah, and he was like, he uses this thing. It's fucking sweet, and it's not a sponsor. I wish I wish to goddamn it was because they're so goddamn expensive. I have to imagine that money be thick. Mm-hmm. But one of his sponsors is called Eight Sleep E I G H T Sleep dot com. Yeah, and it's check it out. It's fucking expensive. It's like three grand. Goddamn. For uh, there's like a cover and there's a thing you put under your mattress. Mm-hmm. Not only does it track your sleep, but it also like say you and Tobeans have different sleep uh temperatures yeah it you can set it up to 110 degrees or down to like 60 degrees yeah right that sounds awesome i forget why i said that i was going somewhere with this probably because here soon you're not gonna have that kind of luxury anymore fuck me i just forgot i was going somewhere nice it's like it's like you know the last week or so i've just started like throughout the day i've just been trying to survive on as little food as possible like and then i'll have a bigger meal at dinner yeah simply because i'm trying to get my body attuned the idea that you're not eating yeah until a certain time of day get ready then you're gonna eat now we're gonna find out the reason why we like sweet things do you know the the origination of why we like sweet foods uh because they give us energy well, it was a rare thing, if you believe. Yeah, the it whole, was. Yeah, it was rare. If you believe the whole evolution, and that's well, yeah, theory. yeah, it was, it was, it was something it finding was, like honey or something. Yeah, it was rare. Stumbling and, upon a fucking beehive. Yeah, it, and it gives you energy, and your body wants to tell you eat, eat this. Yeah, right. That's so, what we evolved into. We're about to figure that shit out again. It's like I just bought a few cans of fruit cocktail. I told Tobeans, I was like, Bet. I was like, you know, I was like, it's good. Go to sweet I was treat. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> I was like, shit's shit's gonna get bad, and we're gonna be in the worst of it. And I'm just gonna fucking pull a can of fucking fruit cocktail out, and I'm gonna be like, happy anniversary, baby. Love you, <laughs> love you. She's gonna give you that, and that'd be that most aggressive, most aggressive gawk gawk. You know yeah, oh my god, I saw a thing earlier. It was funny. It's probably fake, but it was a TikTok, and it was like talking about. Uh, a home invader breaking into a couple's house. And of course they didn't have guns, because why would you have a gun? Yeah. Why would you ever kill anyone that broke into your castle? Yeah. But uh, this dude comes in, and he was about to kill everybody, and then the wife sucked the dude off. <laughs> and it was like a news report, a local news report, and it's <laughs> the, the husband's quote when reached for comment was like, she never gave me a blowjob like that, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? That's the kind of blowjob you get when the the entire shit's collapsed. Yeah. You have thousands of ships that aren't allowed into the country because they're shutting down the ports on the east and west coast right now. Mm-hmm. And you're the only motherfucker that has a can of fruit cocktail. <laughs> and there's a town full of bitches. And they're just ready to get them. They die for some. I don't want that sugar. It's got that light syrup on it, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to get the light syrup. <laughs> it's got that light syrup on it. <laughs> Dude, just imagine, like. 
there's a few things I think about. I probably should get like, like uh, gone. Sure. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about? I was thinking of shampoo. Big, big I, was thinking of, I was thinking of shampoo, but yeah, man, you gotta have personal hygiene. You know? like you, you like down the road, like you find a lady yeah, slave they, in the street. They might, they might want some fucking fruit cocktail, but if Ugh. you threw a fucking a little travel bottle of Pantene in front of them, what you know about trusting my bitch? What you know about that? Yeah. Hmm. What you know about that? That lavender scent. I mean, hmm? I, I'm, gonna, I'm here to give. You know, we're we're joking, we're having a good time, but I wanted to give this for the last four days. Yeah. Uh, everyone, right now, before the panic buying starts. You need to go out and buy your goddamn heart out. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I, I meant to say this earlier, but we, we're the kings of yeah, fucking- Yeah, because I'm going to tell you right now- We're the kings of getting off topic. It's because right now, everything's fine. <sighs> it's okay. I went to the store today, and everything I wanted was there. Yep. Uh, I'm probably going to do that at least once a week. I already have a nice little, like, little cash going. Uh, you already see that they're starting the news stories that Americans ruined Christmas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you're gonna buy your kids or your family members, if you're if you're still in that mindset of like buying expensive shit for Christmas, you probably ought to buy it now. Yeah. Because the dollar's still worth what the dollar's worth. Yeah. And tomorrow is gonna be worth less than today. It's just a historical fact. Look at the price of gas. But mm-hmm. uh, and bacon. Yeah. But for real, I love you. Tubbs loves you. We love you. We say it every episode. We've mm-hmm. said it every episode. I'm pretty sure since the beginning. We uh, want you guys to survive and thrive. The tribe is important. We yeah. love the tribe, and we want the tribe to spread and survive and thrive. Go out and buy everything that you need as quickly as you can, because they're about to engineer, just like they did with the toilet paper crisis. The media is the virus, and they started pointing out, like, oh, there's a toilet paper shortage. And then everybody went out and bought fucking toilet paper. Yeah. People are getting text messages like, oh, fuck, Walmart's out of toilet paper. You better go buy toilet paper. Yeah. So then they went to Kroger, and they went to the next town and bought all the goddamn toilet paper. Next thing you know, you're wiping your ass with Bounty. <laughs> They're already... St- yeah, nobody wants to do that. No. Or those fucking brown state fucking papers from the Factory of Sadness. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to say I've never done that in the tower before. Yeah. But... They're rough, Ooh, tough, wee. and don't take shit from no one. They're like yeah. John Wayne, or John Wayne Gacy. Uh, fucking John, <laughs> John Wayne. They are like John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> nah, but seriously, go out and buy everything you need. You yeah. can go to your local uh, local areas, find some fucking food-grade containers, get you some rice, put that shit in the freezer for 24 hours while we still have electric. Yeah. And put that shit in a food-grade container with some what leaves? Bay leaves. Bay leaves, yes. Why bay leaves? That keeps the insects away. Okay. Yeah. And they're in food grade containers, so rodents can't get in there. Yeah. But seriously, for real, we love you, and be careful, and buy the shit you need. Yeah. Because it's about to get fucking nasty. Did you have an antidotal story to tell? I did. Uh, I saw a new restaurant opened. Yeah. I'd like to tell you about it. Okay. Speaking of people who... uh. Are most likely clones and or political whores, but yet I still love them because, as we talked about in the previous episode, they are a integral part of our growing up. Mm-hmm. Eminem. Okay. He started the, a restaurant. Oh, uh, uh, is it Mom's Spaghetti? Mom's Spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's funny. There were videos of him hugging people or his clone hugging people. <laughs> uh, yeah, check that out, I guess. Uh, Lighthearted. Talking shit. We kind of gave him a, a reverse shit sandwich this yeah. time. Maybe it was actual shit sandwich. 
It was an actual sit shame. It was never it's like mind. good and then yeah, bad. good, bad, and good. Well, I'll tell you what. We're gonna do our little wrap up, and then I'm <clears> gonna <throat> read this thing, this poem that I found, oh. and then we will say goodbye. Wait a minute, I got one too. Oh, okay, video here that I mentioned. I actually wrote. I I should say I wrote down on my work pad and forgot about. And luckily, as the universe would have it, I ran across it randomly, which is highly rare, on TikTok, oddly enough. I'm going to play it for you now. The trying force of death comes from the hands of men who wanted to be left alone. They try so very hard to mind their own business and provide for themselves and those they love. They resist every impulse to fight back, knowing the forced and permanent change of life that will come from it. They know that the moment they fight back, their lives as they have lived them are over. The moment men who wanted to be left alone are forced to fight back, it is a form of suicide. They are literally killing off who they used to be. Which is why, when forced to take up violence, these men who wanted to be left alone fight with an unholy vengeance against those who murdered their former lives. They fight with raw hate and a drive that cannot be fathomed by those who are merely play-acting at politics and terror. That's good. Shout out Papaw Max. Yeah. I can't believe I ran across that on TikTok, but I wrote on the comments like, Max Egan is the Papaw we all need right now. Yeah. Hard. As fuck. Yeah. I bet you, like, you as a kid, you'd think he was a cocksucker. <laughs> but then you grow into respecting that motherfucker. I don't know. He loves his blind dogs and his fucking peacocks a lot, so he might be a sweet Papaw, but he's not one the stage to fuck with. Yeah. I'm I do surprised love- they haven't killed him. I'm so glad he's still alive. Peacocks. He has peacocks. I love yeah. that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Hello, Brian. What, what, what <laughs> fucks me up? He named one of them Brian. So, like, I'll leave the phone on with my uh, Bluetooth headset. Yeah. And I'll be doing dishes or whatever. And he'll be like, hey there, Brian. And I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'd like to thank you all for listening. <clears throat> we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we'd like to thank uh, Blood the Brave. For letting us use his music on the show. Blow the Brave on Instagram, Blow the Brave on Facebook, Blow the Brave at Bandcamp, Blow the Brave, aka Kyle Reese on Twitter. There's ways to get a hold of us. It'd be Bones and Tubs at Instagram.com, Bones and Tubs at Gmail.com for a longer form exchange. We're also yeah. on TikTok. Yes. It's in the YouTube description, which we're not on right now. And uh, if you just go to whatever podcast you listen to, it's in the description. Yeah. I copied it. And we're there. also on Telegram. I haven't memorized that one yet. Two seconds. We are T dot me forward slash bones and tubs. Okay. Check us out on there. I actually just figured it out like a boomer how to make comments happen. Nice. So you guys can talk, we can talk back. It'll be great. We'd like to thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you tune in next time. Between now and again, we hope you guys stay safe. And before we go, I'm going to read this little poem. Oh, I can't wait. The name is called Good Timber by Douglas Malick. The tree that never had to fight for sun and sky and air and light, but stood out in the open plain and always got its share of rain, never became a forest king, but lived and died a scrubby thing. The man who never had to toil to gain and farm his patch of soil, who never had to win his share of sun and sky and light and air, never became a manly man, but lived and died as he began. 
Good timber, good timber does not grow with ease. The stronger wind, the stronger trees. The further sky, the greater length. The more the storm, the more the strength. By sun and cold, by rain and snow, in trees and men, good timbers grow. Where thickest lies the forest growth, we find the patriarchs of both. And they hold counsel with the stars, whose broken branches show the scars. Of many winds and much strife, this is the common law of life. We love you. We really do. The thing about the bad thing about being honest and straightforward and doing that is people know where you stand and they take try to take advantage of you. They take advantage of your good nature. They take advantage of the fact that they know that you're a good guy, you are a straight shooter, and that you're not going to retaliate on them when they fuck you. Well, folks, most of the time I believe that's probably true. But God built me to be here to prove to you that what you have been doing for God knows how many years is wrong. You picked on the wrong man. I'm not tough. You hear that? I'm not that strong. They rolled up in all black yeah. Windows have crashed yeah. Scoping out the scene before they attack Had they on bad guys in most people's eyes Most trust them with their life cause they got a badge and tie Gifted a position given to them by a system I set it all up to put the kids in the prison This is non-fiction, non-violence, it's just lesson They got a mission to imprison your mind and soul This ain't nothing new but we survive what we sold And don't believe in ourselves, but believe what we're told And we're all molded by a machine that gets in your dreams Self-esteem, and I've been scolded and told who I should be, but I'll never conform. I was born to be free. It's a setup, I never let up. From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage. It's a setup, so keep your head up. Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth. It's a setup, I never let up. From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage. It's a setup, so keep your head up. Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth. Giving numbers of birth. Yeah, that's a fact, deny it if you want But I'll do the math, I face facts and understand How to overstand the plan with my mind intact And I got more than a plan, I got hope and belief Dreams of faith and know damn well That's what they want to take, it's a weapon Fear is aggression and they plan it in our minds To the point we can't find a way out a way in and anywhere you go you'll see a many men over there and everywhere they're armed and prepared to do whatever it takes they don't play fair that's a jump out boys with the plastic toys draped and all black ready to bring the noise a setup and never let up from the cradle to the grave they got you in the cage it's a setup so keep your head up cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth it's a setup and never let up from the cradle to the grave they got you in the cage it's a setup so keep your head up cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth